As you may know, in the American Constitution, in the 13th Amendment, there is a clause there that says, actually, we're not ending slavery. We're just changing it. Slavery will still be available as punishment for a crime. Well, when that was put in the American Constitution, it was also put in state constitutions all over the country. And this past Tuesday, four states, and I'm proud of all four of these states, voted to remove that clause, allowing slavery as punishment for a crime to remove it from their constitution, which is great and should be nothing but celebrated. But in those four states, something very insightful and extremely disturbing happened. A combined millions of people voted to keep slavery as punishment for a crime. My question is, who votes for that in 2022? Let's talk about it. Let's unpack and explain it. I think there's something here. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the, the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. On this past Tuesday, something happened that unless you were living in one of these states, you might not have had any idea was going down. In Alabama, Tennessee, Oregon, and Vermont, all four states and the people in all four states, a bipartisan majority in all four states, voted to remove slavery as punishment for a crime. Now, as you all know, and as I just said, that was enshrined and is still in the American Constitution to this day that slavery is legal when it's used as punishment for a crime. It should have never been included in the American Constitution. It should never be in any state constitution. And a grassroots movement is underway with local and national leaders organizing to say, how can we put this on the ballot in as many states as possible and get this removed from the state constitution? It's a horrible, ridiculous, outrageous, gross, abusive thing to have in any state constitution. Having it in 2022 is about as absurd as anything I can think of. But those four states, and as you may see, two of those four states, Alabama and Tennessee, those are red states. Alabama and Tennessee, Republicans and Democrats came together and said, no, let's remove this. We don't want this in our Constitution. And I think that's first a huge deal because I don't know that I would have predicted that Alabama and Tennessee would have voted for it. It passed in Vermont, which... I probably would have predicted, but I would not I would not think it would have as much trouble passing in Oregon as it did. Now, it failed in Louisiana, but it failed for a complicated reason. Uh, Leaders there in Louisiana have told me that the language was all wrong and everybody was told to vote it down. 
and so that they can come back to the table and redo it. So let's shelve Louisiana for the moment. But in Alabama, Tennessee, Vermont, Oregon, these these four states, really two Democratic states, two red states, two blue states, they they voted to remove it. And that is beautiful. That is it's progress. And for activists and organizers on the ground, there's something bigger at play here. People want to make sure that in every state there can never be uh, forced unpaid labor. Forced unpaid labor is slavery. Forced labor where you're paying someone pennies is slavery. Like that's not a transaction that that is ethical. Okay, and people know that if you ever want to make American jails and prisons more humane. You first have to unravel the messy knot of hundreds of laws and policies that are deeply entrenched that make America's jails and prisons so horrible. This is one step in a bigger plan, and I applaud the local leaders and organizers and national leaders and organizers who are doing this. I think it's worthwhile work. It's, it's worth doing. But when I started studying the results, the first that I saw was in Oregon, where 45 percent of voters in Oregon said, no, we want to keep it. <laughs> it's like, hold, hold on. OK, am I, first, let me wipe my eyes. Am I seeing this correctly? Forty five percent of voters want to keep slavery in Oregon, want to keep slavery as punishment for a crime. Like what? In 2022, you voted for that? In Oregon alone, it ended up being half a million voters. Half a million people in Oregon said, no, we want to keep slavery as punishment for a crime. And when you look at all of the data, it ended up being in those four states. Again, we'll, we'll remove Louisiana from the conversation for now. It ended up being a few million people that voted and said, actually, we want to keep that in our constitution. And I'm just, I am greatly disturbed by this. And the word that I'm using here, I find this to be deeply insightful. I don't mean insight. Insight is great to have, right? Right. Insight can be good. You know, you can gain great insight or you could, you know, study something and get some horrible insight into into what's going on. The insight is deep that we live in a nation where when given a choice, millions of people say, no, I know it's 2022. I know that American slavery was uh, a stain on this country. I don't even know that they think that, actually. I, I'd probably poll that and see what happens. But then in 2022, they said, no, I want to keep that in there. I want slavery as punishment for a crime. And so sometimes you think your nation has evolved way more than it actually has. And... The assumption would be that this, the system of American slavery as we know it ended during the Civil War, 
which was over in 1865. They had the Emancipation Proclamation, 13th, 14th, 15th Amendments, and slavery, plantation slavery as we knew it, functionally ended. And what took over was a new form of slavery. That's why I always advise you all to read the book Slavery by Another Name. And Slavery by Another Name by Douglas Blackman unpacks that as soon as the Civil War ended, a new system of slavery for quote-unquote punishment for a crime, often there would be no crime there. They created new laws just to make it a crime to do just about anything. That that was enacted in, in, you know, with the 13th Amendment and started really happening as soon as slavery as we knew it ended. And what we see, a hundred and, you know, 60 plus years later, is that people still want that. Millions of people. And I don't know if there's anything more insightful and to the to the heart and soul of an American than the fact that in 2022 they still want slavery to exist in any form and they're fine with it being used as punishment for a crime. I, I don't think, I don't think I can tell you any single fact that is more insightful than that one. And I don't know what to do with it, but I'm going to catalog it and say, oh, no wonder they don't want to end the death penalty. No wonder they don't want to, to change this or that. We, we have millions of Americans in just four states. Millions of people in Alabama, Tennessee, Oregon, and Vermont who say, nah, keep it. <laughs> Yeah, this place that we call the United States of America, it disturbs me in a new way every day. I have a lot more that I could say, but I'm having a busy day and I know you are too. Listen, I want you to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify. Please go to the Northstar.com and become a member of the North Star to help us underwrite the cost here. And when you listen to each and every episode, uh, try to listen all the way to the end. That helps us, helps our metrics and a lot of other things, helps our rankings. Please leave a review, share it, do everything you can. We're back on the grind of promoting the podcast each and every day. I'm so, so glad to have you all here. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. 
So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum. Momentum.